Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a podcast about vegan food. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, I have not read the script yet, so I don't know what it's going to be. We will talk breakfast takeout from Dunkin'. Oh, yeah. And try Chloe's delectably vegan pizza. Oh, my. Yeah, we will. Delectably. Delectably. Oh, we're treating ourselves. We're being bad. We are. It's, it's nighttime. It's another nighttime record. Another episode of Talking Tofu Nights. Nights. What's going on on your uh, screensaver there? It is the default screensaver for my new computer, and it says hello in many languages. I wanted something that wouldn't be very uh, bright and flashy. Okay. It's writing a word on the screen. Mm -hmm. It's writing hello in different languages. Right there. So as far as flashy goes, it's right over Becky's shoulder. Mm -hmm. But now it's turned off. The screen has turned off. Now that I've said something, yes. (laughs) I have it set on a short timer. I feel like I'm on a bit of a short timer. Oh, Dave's had a tough day, everybody. No, I haven't had a tough day. I'm you looked, with this. With you came this out thing. of your office and you looked like you had had a day. Oh, I didn't need to give off that energy. You just seemed worn out. Today yeah. was Dave's first day back at work after a two-week vacation. No. Uh, one I week vacation. I worked for a week remotely. A remote, remotely. <laughs> Double remote. And then I took a week off of vacation. Yeah. Today was the first day back. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to make a meal out of that. You just seemed really worn out. I thought I looked nice. I thought you looked nice too. I thought. Very handsome. I looked in the mirror and said, this is a good look for me. It is. And I love I that shirt. And you said, boy, you look tired. <laughs> <laughs> you did look tired. I got up early. You did get up early. I've been getting up early lately. Not me. I know. You sleep like a child. <laughs> no, the child doesn't sleep. I sleep like a teenager. Like a, a teenager is a child. That's true. That's what I meant, clearly. Mm. What are we talking about today? Hey, how are you? Hi. I'm good. I am very busy, uh, okay. <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> I mean, work-wise, I'm very busy. Okay. Uh, my video editing business is picking up, which has been awesome yeah yeah it's a lot to do but it's all stuff i love to do hey hey if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life oh, okay did you hate that shit i sure do yeah. mm-hmm. 
No, love what you do. That's that's what it is. It's not even do what you love. It's like love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. That I mean, is some really sanctimonious like, bullshit. <laughs> it's like, that's your fault if you don't love it. Yeah, it's on you. Yeah. Is that thunder? No, I think that was somebody getting out of their car. Oh, out the window? Mm-hmm. It's not. Are you sure? It could be like down further where you can't. He's like You heard that though. Yeah. That sounded close. I've been hearing it was a loud report. It was a loud report. Well, I'm happy to report that <laughs> there's nothing happening out there. Whew. Oh, dodged a bullet. So yeah, love what you do. Mm-hmm. You'll never work a day in your life. Ever, never, ever. Yeah. Yeah. This is the kind of this is the kind of energy we get when we do talking tofu nights. Well, I don't think that that's necessarily inherent to the night records. No, probably not. We got big energy at night sometimes. Yeah, that's true. We got good energy now. We're having fun. We're making the most of it. We are. We're doing great. I don't believe that you believe that. The way you're saying that is like you're trying to convince yourself. I think we're doing good. I do too. Well, you did comment on our low energy more than once. I was just thinking about how- It is thunder. It is thunder, shows what I know. The loudest report. I was just thinking about how when we got back from a week away, uh, I signed into Animal Crossing and all of my villagers were very upset. Chaos. It is not thunder. That is car doors. I'm going to blow your mind with something. It's possible that somebody's opening and shutting a car door in a thunderstorm. What? That seems so unsafe. Go inside. It happens all the time. Maybe it's just a door left open. On its hinges, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the wind from the storm, the report storm, is pushing it to close and clatter, mm-hmm. blowing it closed over and over. I don't feel like you're taking me seriously. I think this is a great idea. I'm picturing a storm door. It's a screen door. It's not it's, an idea. <laughs> it slams, and when it slams, it opens up again a little bit from the force of the slam, and then it slams again because of the wind and the rain. It's very chaotic. It's like the beginning of a a movie that's set on the prairie. Yeah, but that's impossible because a car door latches when it shuts. No, it's a storm door now of a of a home. Is what no, that was clearly a door. Yeah, that was clearly it was a, a car, car door. door. Mm-hmm. And thunder just seems unsafe. Now our storm door latches itself shut, so. No prairie living here. Yeah, we're fancy. We're fancy city people with a latch and storm right. door. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Welcome to talking tofu. Oh, wait, <laughs> we sure did. Do you want to? Do you want to mm-hmm. share a news item? Do you have one? Wow. <laughs> Already on news? <laughs> sure. Don't you want to know how I am? I asked you how you were. No, no, you told me how I was. <laughs> I did, Dave. What? How you doing? Well, let me tell you. Thanks. That I'm just getting back from a vacation from two weeks away from the house. Two weeks away from the house. I haven't done that since I don't know when. I don't even know when. Even pre-pandemic, I don't know when. Mm-hmm. That's a long when? time. It's a long time. I took the little guy. We went to Florida. The little guy's my son. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> we went to Florida. We hung out with grandma and grandpa for a week. And then you came down, mm-hmm. and we went to Disney for a week. When I got to Florida, my child suddenly knew how to swim and how to ride a bike. Yeah. 
It was like a one child left and I met a totally new child yeah. in Florida. And then we went to Disney and he rode all the roller coasters. Yeah. Who's this child? Not he, my child. He he, he didn't Let me like say child coasters. one more time. He didn't like he didn't like roller coasters before. No. But this time he did. Loved. Them. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I Tra- it was a big travel, let alone just the first like real travel since the pandemic, where we were like out in the world, vaccinated, still wearing our masks, but like doing people shit in the world, and um, it. I didn't realize how much I missed it. I knew mm-hmm. I would miss it. I knew I would like it. Yeah, but when I came back to this. Nice prison, but kind of a prison of the past year. It made me realize, like, just how much I had. Ooh, the rain's falling now. Sweet summer Whoa. rain. Now's when you should look out the window. Yeah. Well, I'm in the middle of a point. Um, you should look. It's windy and rainy. It's serious out there. But when I I got home. Prison's not the right word. I don't want to use the word prison. Yeah, let's not. Well, I'm not. That's why I'm... Yeah, I'm with you. I'm saying I hard agree. Don't pile on me when I'm piling on myself. But when I had come home to what? What? Say I'm it. thinking. I'm thinking. I don't know. This? Quarant... Nope. No. But when I had come back <laughs> to this... Place... To this Groundhog Day room. There you go. <laughs> to this. That's even more accurate. Personal Punxsutawney. There it is. Person, Personatawney? No, I like Personal Punxsutawney. Personal I like the alliteration. I think there should be a character named Personal Punxsutawney. Like, not on this. There's no characters on this show. But no, only actual like guests the, who are right, real and yeah, exist. But, like, somewhere on a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it made me realize I missed I missed being home. Part of me is always going to miss being home, but it made me realize like how much time I had spent here when I left it and then came back to it. Mm-hmm. it I think case in point one, like I've been working remotely all year. And when I got back from vacation, I was like, I really want to go back into the office. Really? And it's not because I don't love being at home. It's not because I don't love being with everybody. I don't love living where I work. Yeah. And I didn't like, I I knew that as like a thought item in my head, but I didn't really feel that until I came home and was getting ready to live where I work again. You know, I was like, it would be great if I could just pop in a car and go up to an office, you know? Mm hmm. I get that. Yeah. You work where you live. I do, but. But I don't. Well, <laughs> but. So you don't have me around. Well, but for me, before, pre, pre-pandemic, there were still things that punctuated my day. The house feels different when no one's here. In fact, when y'all were gone, I kind of found myself working a ton because that's kind of my default when I have the house myself. That's like. What where my brain goes is like, ooh, let's get some stuff done. If that makes sense. Yeah. I got so much work done. Yeah. 
But like I was kind of in sort of half work mode all the time just because that's what everybody being gone kind of like tells my brain. Yeah. Like when y'all leave for work and school, that's like my commute has happened. Mm. Almost. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I've kind of partitioned it off. Yeah. Yeah. And now when that we're all back, uh, it was a, it was a little weird to transition into my work day because yeah. I did work all last week in an empty house and it like kind of got back into that groove of like being able to really like focus and move around without worrying about, you know, I could get into the kitchen, not worry about getting in the way, that kind of thing. If you had the option of a space that was removed from where you live, like even if it was like a space in the backyard, it was this space, but it was like mm-hmm. lift and moved from like home. Do you think you'd like that better or do you think you'd like that the same or do you think you'd like that not as much because it's not near your kitchen? I, my dream when there's a duplex around the corner that went up for sale. More like a pooplex, am I right? Yeah. A pooplex. That's what it, it was about a year ago. And my dream was, ooh, we buy that duplex. And the second half of it is like my office. We moved from this house into a duplex? But the second half of it is my office, is Caddington Inc. So we'd live in a house that's half the size because the second half of it would be your office? Look, I didn't think it what through. A, what a selfish dream. <laughs> <laughs> or like a mother-in-law suite in the back that had a kitchen. I would need a kitchen. Right. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I wasn't oh. saying... Because like, otherwise... I wasn't saying... Okay. It was a metaphor for like being near your comforts. It wasn't... Uh, being near the tools that you specifically need for your job. Oh, gotcha. I would love a space that was still like a zero commute, but separate. I think it would be really good, especially under these conditions where everybody's home. I thought you meant it was raining. It is pouring. I don't know if y'all can hear that. that was these conditions that you were talking about (laughs) because you would do zero commute. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Can you all hear that? It's so loud. Here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to use a Frisbee for a really long time. And we got like this cheapo, I think it was like a Willie's Frisbee the restaurant, um, like a freebie thing. And he, little guy was interested in it. The lad, the, <laughs> the child the lad was interested in it. And so we went out and we would try to go throw and get better at throwing it. And, he just he wasn't good at it but neither was i like we were both bad at it but he was more frustrated about it than i was i was just like i suck at a lot of stuff yeah let's just (laughs) throw it on the pile but he was getting really frustrated with it and i was trying to be like you know supportive and being like well you got to do it a little bit differently you got to throw it like this we did that for a few weeks and then i broke my toe and I was out of commission for a few weeks. And then when I got back in the swing of things, I Googled good Frisbee. <laughs> and they make a Frisbee that's not like the plastic dish saucer that you think of when you see a Frisbee. First of all, I think there's good versions and bad versions of those. But they make one that's a little ring. It's an aerobie. 
You, you saw, you know what I'm talking about. We used it at the yeah. park. Yes. Yes. Well, I got a second one because we traveled and forgot it. And I was like, we're in prime Frisbee territory. We're in Florida. Let's get another Frisbee. Let's get that Frisbee again. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, if you're out there, Toeheads, and you're struggling with a Frisbee or learning how to Frisbee, or you see people on TV on these shows from California and stuff, throwing Frisbees and doing great. Don't feel bad about yourself just yet. Try and get a good Frisbee. It does make a world of difference. They're out there. My game immediately improved. It was bananas. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't really a how you doing. This is something that's been in the water for a while. Yeah. I felt like talking about it. I think I'm glad you brought that up because I I enjoy using that Frisbee as well, Dave. But how often in your life are you boxed in by the thinking of this bad Frisbee? It's not the Frisbee's fault. It's my fault. Or I'm just bad at this thing. And you never think to Google, is there a better thing? Mm -hmm. Well, Is it maybe not me? As they say, a poor workman blames his tools, which I think is another another bullshit. (laughs) There's so many shitty tools in the world. Yeah, there are so many shitty sayings in the world. Right. (laughs) Just to blame the victim. Right. The victim of bad Frisbees. Well, I don't know. There's a. Look, we're watching Drag Race All Stars season three. Yeah, we are. And there's a candidate contestant. Contestant on that show Ugh. who everything is everybody else's fault. Oh, and, every time they open their mouth, right. it is to blame everybody else right. in the world for things that they clearly just blew themselves. And it's behavior like that that makes it so that we can't take these shitty phrases and ball them up and throw them in the trash because they're sometimes true. Yeah. You know? I fully agree. My point is. If I can get back to the Frisbee for a second. Mm -hmm. What's your bad Frisbee? Ooh, my bad Frisbee. You know what? I will say that my bad Frisbee is cameras. I was having such struggles getting good photos Uh of food. This was many, many years ago when I first realized that phone photos don't cut it for Uh food blogging. That's how many years ago this was. And some people use phone photos. Phone cameras have come a long way. Yeah. But back when I had this really on my phone. (laughs) Yeah, you do. But back when I had this realization, phone photos, phone cameras were not what they are now. If you use a phone camera for food photography now, you can take an amazing photo. But like back in 2010, not the same. Mm. It was not the same. Anyway, my friend Kadri recommended a point and shoot. My friend too. Friend of the show, Kadri, (laughs) recommended a camera to me and it changed my life. And I have realized, and that's happened every time I upgrade a camera. I'm like, oh, my photography and videography skills got instantly better and I didn't have to do anything or learn anything. All I had to do was get a better camera. It's happened three times. But you also did improve. It's just that you were being weighed down. By this bad tool, right? Right. So I'm saying like there was a leap in quality when I – that was my bad Frisbee. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's my point. I was getting better at Frisbee, even though I was not performing better at the Frisbee. Because he had a bad right. Frisbee. And then when I got a good Frisbee, I was like ready to roll. Mm-hmm. You know? Life-changing. Yeah. That's my See, bad good. Frisbee. You thought of that real quick. Thanks. Do you want to know what my bad Frisbee was? I do. Just a bad Frisbee. Oh. <laughs> I just introduced the concept of it. Toeheads, what's your bad Frisbee? Get at us. Hashtag bad Frisbee. Hey, I like Willie's, by the way. Willie's didn't make the Frisbee. I want to be clear. Yeah, I like Willie's. I like Willie's too. Sometimes a little messy on that bar, but... Yeah. I'd rather live in a world with Willies than without Willies. You get Willies at the right time of day. Are you saying me specifically? No, oh. I, the royal you. <laughs> you, you're good at And you can Willies. get a stellar burrito bowl, but yeah, you get there yeah. at the wrong time of day. And um, that time of day varies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I have a day and time that things are good. bad. Yeah. Really? It's been universally bad. Hmm. I don't want a bad mouth specific willies. I no. feel like I could be geolocated. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get a stellar burrito bowl or a pretty lackluster one, yeah. depending. So what I think happens mm-hmm. is I think they pay a Frisbee company to put the Willie's logo on these Frisbees. Is that and what they, you think? <laughs> hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And they buy a lot of them so that the price per Frisbee is low. Go on. I don't think that Willie's cares about giving good Frisbees. I think they only care about giving Frisbees. Dave, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Talking Tone News. We are on it. Oh, my God. You keep sandbagging us like that. I'm sorry. We're doing a great job, everyone. This is a segment of the podcast where... Don't look at me like that. Where I bring a headline from the vegan food news world, and we talk a little bit about it. And Becky's head is on the table at my this point. My neck's bothering me because okay. I have yeah, all the roller coaster. This one... Hey, listen, I don't want to... I don't want to brag... But this one's not from Veg News. <laughs> this one's not from Plant Based News. What? This one's from Eco Watch. Ooh, Eco Watch. Eco Watch. I say. Let me. Uh, let me get that URL. It's EcoWatch.com. Are you ready? I've never been more ready. That's okay. Uh, this one, June eighth, twenty twenty one. Audrey Nakagawa. Reports, natural soap company Dr. Bronner's to launch vegan chocolate bars. What? Oh, am I right? I mean, I'm right. You're right, and I want those chocolate bars when and where. Well, Dr. Bronner's, top-selling natural soap brand, best known for its all-in-one soaps, is releasing Dr. Bronner's Magic All-One Chocolate to grocery store retailers on August 1st and will sell its product online in the fall. The catch, however, is that it's all tea tree chocolate. No. Come on. That was a good one. Dad. (laughs) 
said, come on. The organic dairy-free chocolate will come in six different flavors. Roasted whole hazelnuts, crunchy hazelnut butter, salted whole almonds, salted almond butter, salted dark chocolate, and smooth coconut praline. Ooh. Chocolate bars are made from cocoa beans grown with regenerative organic practices and are made with lower glycemic coconut sugar. So, big news. Oh. Big news. Audrey, I don't want to steal your thunder and read the rest of your article. You guys need to go to ecowatch.com if you want to read the rest. So, Dr. Bronner's, Mm -hmm. I bought a bottle of it when we were in Florida. Mm -hmm. I used it on my face. I used it on my bod. I used it on my hands. I used it on my head. Mm -hmm. I used it on my feet. I used it all... All over my body mm-hmm. is the tea tree one, which is great, not harsh. And I was looking on it, and you know how there's just it's just very dense with text on the bottle, right? Yes, there's a lot. They've added they've added text as well. Yeah, I feel like so. All right, I'll make my point, and then I'll I'll bring up another point. But this one was all about psychedelics. <gasps> I was reading some of that in the shower just the other day. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I was surprised. I I wasn't. I was surprised that it's on the bottle. I wasn't surprised that they felt that way. Oh. How about that in Target? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it's good. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised by it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that... The bottles themselves change over time, like the tea tree bottle changes its copy every so often. Or do you think that the bottles change their copy every so often? So like June 2021, all of the bottles are going to be talking about psychedelics, the peppermint, the lavender, the tea tree. Or do you think tea tree's got its own copywriter? That's doing like the tea tree thing and speaking to the tea tree audience. Hmm. And Peppermint's got a different one that's talking to the Peppermint audience. And it's got a Peppermint writer, not a writer for Peppermint. Right, right, right. Toeheads, what kind of Dr. Bronner's do you use and what does your bottle talk about? I I feel like we were asking a lot of the Toeheads this week. Well, I would love to hear from the Toeheads. I love to get emails. Email us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without. You're not alone in wanting to hear from the toeheads. Yeah? Yeah. I like to hear from the toeheads. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just giving them different opportunities. Yeah, but it's kind of a situation where like participating in one is rejecting the others. Mm. You're just throwing lots of lots of hooks out there and people grab the hook that they like. Yeah. It's a rejection of the other hooks. That's okay. No. Oh, Dave says that's not okay. Hey, Toeheads, is that okay? Get at us. What a segment. That was a segment and a half. Did you, did, could you believe it? I want to eat that chocolate very much. I did forget to mention when you brought up that they use coconut sugar, that there is a brand now that uses coconut sugar in their chocolate and it gives it a very interesting flavor. I thought you were going to talk about Duncan. Not yet. <laughs> I thought that was your segue to Duncan. What was my segue? Coconut sugar. Oh, <laughs> that would have been a good yeah. segue. Should we just do it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Whose chocolate? Whose is the brand that uses coconut sugar? I for, forgot to actually say the brand. In case anyone. H-U apostrophe S. Oh. Okay. It's good. Tastes caramel. Who's on first situation there. <laughs> yeah. Whose chocolate? Yep. That would that would have been it. Yep. So <laughs> while we were in Florida, we were craving a special breakfast. Uh, but we also didn't have a lot of time. I don't even remember what we were doing the day that that we did this. We had plenty of time. Dave set the scene. No, we were just lounging around on Saturday morning. And we were like, let's go get some breakfast. Oh, yeah, that is what we were doing. Yeah. So we went to... I'm a real master of... You did great. ...of scene setting. You really gave us a sense of time and place. Yeah. Yeah. Took you there. It's like you guys are there with us. Yeah. It's like I'm back there. Yeah. yeah. So we went to Dunkin' Donuts, or is it just Dunkin' now? It's just Dunkin' now. It's just Dunkin'. Yeah. So we went to Dunkin' to get their Beyond Breakfast Sandwich because yeah. we had heard that you can make it vegan if you leave off the eggs and the cheese. If you leave off two-thirds of it, you can get it vegan. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about uh, a Beyond Breakfast Sausage in a and bun. An, and an English muff. In an English muff. Yeah. Yes. That's what we're talking about. That's Dry. Big, without... Two thirds of the things that comprise it on the menu, right? Yeah, without two thirds of the things. But it does. You're saying a bun? It's an English muffin. Yes, it's an English muffin. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Dave loves an English muffin. I do, and so few of them are vegan. They are. So few of them are vegan and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, at uh, at Publix, they have an English muffin bread. Yeah, they do. It's vegan. Another discovery on this trip. It's fucking good. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. You want to write your E down? I, I mean, we, we broke E territory uh, when? quite some time earlier. But what we, did I say? I don't remember. No. I don't remember. We cuss so much, Dave. Yeah. Especially at night. Yeah, it's at night. Gosh, I like to let loose. So... Should we talk about the sandwich we got and then we can talk about the drink that the kid got? Did you even try his drink? No, why would I? Okay. You didn't need to. I'll talk yeah, about the drink. Yeah, you reacted so strongly to it. But that drink was like a week in the making because we saw a billboard for it when we were driving down. What's it called? It's the it's the coconut refresher. Co- and they, yeah. they have several flavors. He got the blueberry pomegranate coconut refresher. Right, because we thought that would be the healthier option. That's not what I thought. I just thought it sounded like it would taste good no we talked him into it he didn't want that one what did he want i don't know but there <gasps> were like two other options and we were like those don't sound like i thought this was a smoothie or oh. like a smoothie adjacent beverage let's talk about what the coconut refresher is the coconut refresher is an ice drink and it's a blend of coconut milk oat milk and almond milk and then it has several different flavors the flavors that it came in were pink strawberry golden peach and purple pomegranate, which is a blueberry pomegranate combo. Yeah, maybe. I guess he did pick it because I would have said peach. Yeah. I would have said peach is your healthy option there. I wasn't. I, I think we had two different goals in mind. I was steering him towards the option that I wanted to try a sip of. Mm. Uh, so we got this and I wrote some notes in my phone about my thoughts. I wrote. It tasted like melted ice cream. I think one of my teeth fell out. So, so sweet. Needlessly sweet. Dave didn't drink this, so this is my mini review. Hmm. And I think we've done it. 
Yeah. So that's that about that. You you couldn't stop talking about how sweet it was. Oh, Jenna, bless you. Jenna sneezed everyone. Yeah. She's not feeling well. I think she's feeling a little bit better. She ate her whole dinner. Okay. She's doing this over here now, rolling around. Tooting like crazy for like three days. Yeah. She gets a little stressed out when we board her. She yeah. seems happy now, though. So, yeah, I did go on about how sweet it was. I couldn't get over how sweet it was. And I was expecting it to be sweet, but it was like truly like a tooth-meltingly sweet beverage. Mm, no thanks. So let's talk about the sandwich. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts. Well, we hold on. We got it. We drove mm-hmm. back to the house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find the key to get in. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So we had to find the key. Got in, used the bathroom, and then we spread out our sandwiches on the table. We washed our hands, mm-hmm. and then we spread our sandwiches out on the table, and I took a bite, and it was fine. Yep. <laughs> it was fine. It wasn't as dry as I thought it was going to be, but I don't yeah. think that's a great review. No. It could have used like a little sriracha on top or something, like a sauce. Bandy, like I could bring my own sauce. If you can hear a panting, it's because Bandit's basically Hi. got his snoot right up to the microphone. Yeah. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. boy. It's the thunder scaring him. Oh, you are scared of the thunder. Oh, buddy. It's okay. Yeah. I, I also thought that it was fine. Yeah. It was. It was. I, I would get it on the road. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things for me when I eat on the road is I don't get too adventurous with like any specific like seasoning direction. So this would actually work in my favor. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a good road treat. It would fill me up, keep me going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good food review though. No, it was fine. That's like, I bring saltines on the road. So I can, <laughs> and this is like the saltines of sandwiches. It's better than that. But, and it's got that beyond flavor, which is good. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of kick. You're right. It wasn't that dry. A little pricey for what it was. It's not like they give it to you for two thirds of the price. Oh, you paid for that egg and cheese? Yeah. Cool. We also got it with sides of hash browns. And I did try putting hash browns inside, which I've heard people recommend before. It didn't really super help. I I just ended up taking them back out and eating them separately so I could have a hash brown experience. I got a, a little bag and it had five little quarter-sized hash browns in it. Mine had six. The but kids you know bag. What? Yep. They were a dollar. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. But actually, now that I'm saying that, that's like 20 cents per. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's less pricey. than a quarter. But still, that's pretty pricey for a little little dinky potato. And they were super fried. Yeah, they were very fried. So you took them out and put them back in the bag? Yeah, I just they weren't doing anything for the sandwich. And I thought... Then I'm going to eat these separately and enjoy my six hash browns. Mm. Then you tried to put them over your eyes like they were your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then neither of us like really reacted to it or laughed at it or said anything about it. So after a couple of minutes, you just took them off your eyes and, and ate them. So that's that about the Dunkin' Breakfast. So today for lunch... I was very slammed at work and I needed something that I could make for the family that was easy. And I remembered that in the freezer, 
I had a Chloe's Delectably Vegan Pizza that I had purchased at Sprouts, which is the only retailer that carries this brand of pizza at this time. It's been in that freezer for a while. Yeah. 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 But frozen food, I mean, no, it's I'm not just saying a few it was bad. I'm just saying we never got around to it until today. Yeah. I feel like every time I think, ooh, I'll make this frozen pizza, then I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat a frozen pizza. That's That's where my brain goes. I think it's more of a lunch thing. I can, for some reason, I'll eat whatever for lunch, mm-hmm. but at dinner, I want something like good that I really want. Yep. I don't know why that is, but I'm glad I'm not the only streepy that feels that way. Yeah. I just don't like frozen pizza. I'm I feel still, like it's always disappointing. I'm still on a mission. Yeah. So I made this frozen pizza and I wanted to share a little bit about the company because it's a sweet story. So Chloe is the daughter of the Hinnekamp family. And she has a a chronic allergic inflammatory disease called EOE, and it's triggered by foods. So they launched Chloe's as an allergy-friendly brand so that she could have pizzas to eat. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Okay. Eosinophilic esophagitis. 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 There we go. Inflammatory condition of the esophagus that involves eosinophils, a type of white blood cell. In healthy individuals, the esophagus is typically devoid of eosinophils. I'm sorry to whoever knows how to pronounce this word because I'm doing it wrong. In EOE, they migrate to the esophagus in large numbers. When a trigger food is eaten, they contribute to tissue damage and inflammation. Symptoms include swallowing difficulty, food impaction, vomiting, and heartburn. Yikes. No fun. No, not at all. So they launched this brand. Her her parents, they found a chef to work with, and they launched this brand so that she could have pizza. I think that's a very sweet story, so I wanted to tell it. That's so now a, let's... That's a sweet story? I, I'm, yeah. If you'll allow me to agree, mm-hmm. just a second. Yeah. I think it's sweet, too. It is sweet. Continue. So it was lunchtime. I needed lunch to make itself. And so I threw a frozen pizza into the oven. And then I cut the pizza into three pieces. You and I each got a quarter of the pizza. The kid got half a pizza. I figured you and I could supplement. We would be better at supplementing. It's a two-serving pizza that I stretched into three by not not giving us enough food. I walked out of my office to an empty (laughs) house in a quarter piece of pizza sitting on a plate on the counter. I did not know if this was my pizza or if this was something you were saving for a shoot or what. And so I texted you and said, is this my pizza on the count on the counter? And I didn't receive a response after five minutes. I just ate it. I was driving, well, I, but You didn't tell me that that was my food. I told you I was going to make that frozen pizza for lunch. Yeah. And then I left a piece out for you. There was just an empty kitchen with a (laughs) a plate on it. You could have put a sign that says you. I could have. I'll do that next time. Or a text that says pizza for you. I should have done that. I ate it. But I did it quickly because I was worried that I was doing it. I was wrong. (laughs) And also it had gotten a little bit cold. Oh, I thought that might happen. But you know what? I liked it. I liked it too. I hold my position on frozen pizzas. I just feel like they're unsatisfying across the board. 
this was more satisfying as like a cheesy flatbread and not so much as like a slice of, of za, you know? You know, za? Za. Like a slice of za and the way that feels, you know? I do. Big hot triangle in your hand. You're gooping all over the place. And you're getting that bite. And you're thinking about that crust. This wasn't that. This wasn't a za. They have a bunch of different kinds of pizza. And their website makes it very hard to look that up. There's a margarita pizza. Oh, did we scroll? There's an Italian sausage, a pepperoni, a Mediterranean. And they also sell just their pizza crust. The crust is cauliflower-based. And it is the best cauliflower crust I've ever had. I It had like a mild vegetable flavor to it. Oh, and they do a cheese pizza. Better than TJ's? Have we even gotten the TJ's one? Yeah, a long time ago. We really liked it. Oh, maybe I just really like cauliflower crust. Mm. It had like a mild veggie flavor to it, but it didn't have like a, you know how a lot of cauliflower, like we reviewed that cauliflower snack long ago yeah. and it was like cauliflower. This was like cauliflower. <laughs> Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Not just loud, but like <laughs> Chicago accent. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I kind of loved it. I did overcook it ever so slightly, and so the pepperoni got crunchy. I mm. think that if I had taken it out of the oven earlier, that wouldn't mm. have happened. I kind of got distracted. I, f- I feel like I give up on vegan pepperoni. No I way. just give up. Nobody need- does it right. I'll try some homemade ones. That's our next our next adventure. Homemade? I think it's My Quiet Kitchen that does a homemade pepperoni. It's oh. seitan. You, oh. you make the log and slice it. I don't know. I think I give up. Um, not me. Not this gal. I want some. It's supposed to. You're supposed to burn it a little bit. It's oh. supposed to be a little burnt around the edges. Oh, well, then I did great. No, it didn't taste like. I mean, you did fine, but it wasn't satisfying pepperoni. No, it wasn't. It had, it was satisfying as a topping, but it wasn't pepperoni. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. But I, it wasn't great. No. It wasn't, it wasn't pepperoni. No. Oh, I thought it was good, but I didn't, what I did really like was the cheese. I was trying to figure out what brand of cheese they used. Mm. Uh, it is not um, information that I could find. I looked all over. I think they might make their own cheese. It's really mm. good. I loved the cheese and I loved the sauce. It wasn't very saucy, but that worked well because it was a thin crust, my favorite. It was like a flatbread. It was like a flatbread. Yeah. It was skimpy on toppings like a flatbread would be. Mm -hmm. It was skimpy on cheese like a flatbread would be. I didn't mind it being as skimpy on toppings because I felt like the crust had a lot of veggies. And I'm realizing that part of what I like about a bunch of veggie toppings is that I feel like I'm eating my vegetables. <laughs> but you eat your vegetables. Oh, excuse me. Talking tofu nights. Talking tofu nights. But you eat your vegetables all the time. I love to eat vegetables. But yeah, but you said it like you were getting your steps in. Yeah. I like to feel like I'm eating my vegetables uh, too, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Anyway, I really like this. I would keep this around for situations like today where I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to eat something. Yeah, I'd rather have it in the fridge than or in the freezer than not have it in the freezer. Yeah. I guess that's how I'm measuring everything today. <laughs> I have guess... it in my life and not have it. <laughs> it's all nice to have. Yeah. The kid loved it. 
could not stop talking about how really? much he loved it. He said he liked it better than delivery pizza. And I thought he's fucking wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're you telling me he's wrong. I I questioned it. What a thing to he say. He doubled down. <laughs> what a thing to say. It was a it was a wild take. But wow. there it is. Just incendiary. Yeah. Just trying just trolling you. <laughs> he does just troll sitting me. there and trolling you. He probably was. Yeah. Um on a scale of one to ten coconut refreshers. This being ten being an ideal state where you have ten coconut refreshers and you like the taste of them. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. And they're which of the yeah, and you have to say which flavor it would be. Um what would you give Chloe's delectably vegan pizza from Sprouts? Well, like you said, our journey with frozen pizzas has been long. It has been arduous. And I think that compared to the other frozen pizzas that we've tried, this one really did it for me. I enjoyed eating it. I'm thinking that maybe I need to incorporate a trip to Sprouts in my life so that we can have another one in the freezer for a busy afternoon. And so I think because of all of that, I'm going to give it an eight. Wow. An eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dave. Hey. What yeah. About, what about you? <laughs> Thank you for asking. I didn't know you were waiting. I thought that when I wow. finished, you would just take Ooh. your take your. <laughs> it's, it's nice to be asked. Maybe it's being at Disney. I was like, my time is up. Next, next person in line. Wow. That um, the the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you look so put upon. So in our freezer, there is a grocery store burrito in the back of one of the drawers. And it's one of like, you know, sometimes when we'll get it, we'll get like five or six of them. We'll just keep them in the back there. And that's like last resort or late night bad idea. Mm-hmm. And they're not good. But when I make it, there's a moment when I'm eating it, a moment where I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first bite. And it's definitely not the last bite, but it's like one of those bites in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's just that bite. Every everything else about the experience is ticking the box. Or if you've sauced it up, you know, enjoying the sauce because this is the medium that brought you the sauce. You know, that is my grocery burrito strategy: sauce it up. This I felt like had more of those moments than the burrito did. Mm-hmm. But it was still kind of the same experience where like I'm I need to eat. I'm getting this thing that will check the box and I'm not hating it. <laughs> and I'm hating it less than I'm I'm not hating it more than I'm not hating the burrito. Right? Sure. Yep. If I'm in a state of not hate, and that's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. the bad thing is being in the state of hate. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the state of not hate, I'm not hating the pizza more than I'm not hating the burrito. Right, 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 right. Got you, got you. I would keep it in the fridge, freezer, 
for emergencies mm-hmm. or for last resort. Would not do a late night snack. I don't do a late night snack with the burrito anymore anyway. Yeah. That's like 30s me. Yeah. You know? Dumbass 30s me. <laughs> terrible stomach and bad decisions. So, four coconut refreshers. Whoa. What? So low. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you hear what I was saying about Za? Yeah, I heard you. This isn't Za. You get that big goopy triangle. What's wild? You hold is- it up to your mouth. You take a smell. You sprinkle out some crushed red pepper on that za, that hot za. You pick it up and you take that first bite off the tip of the triangle. Oh man, it's too hot. You're burning the roof of your mouth, but it doesn't matter. It tastes so good. Worth You'll it. never get this. You'll never get this with Chloe's Delectably Vegan Pizza from Sprouts. But to be fair, Chloe's not advertising that well is she specifically their- advertising that is she saying you know za you know <laughs> like a, a good slice of za we make that i was trying to figure out what kind of cheese they used so i was on their website earlier and the pictures on the website of their pizza look like the pizza you're describing like the za like the za oh man that i don't know about that Mm-hmm. I don't I, think you can I make looked, this pizza look like that. I looked at that pizza and I looked at the pizza in my hand. <laughs> mm. Chloe. Tell us what you are, Chloe. I don't know why I can't find the pictures now. I think Chloe could have a real thing if Chloe would embrace it, though. And be like, this is your flatbread cauliflower pizza. That's super convenient. Don't act like it's what it's not, you know? You don't need that. Well, now I can't find the picture. That anyway, there was a picture. It looked like. Well, there there was a picture. Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out, and we just love reading your five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram and I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. Should I change my... (laughs) I'm Line Leader at Instagram and Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode, or you want to ask us a question or say hello. Or tell us about your bad Frisbee. Or tell us about your bad Frisbee. We really want to know. Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.